0: Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to the Under the Scope podcast where we discuss music. Um, I'm your host, Will Brost, and calling in via Skype, Patrick Anderson. How's it going? How's it going, Will? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, We've done a pretty good job lately of... uh, Doing a podcast every week or so, I think this is our best work ethic since we've started. So
1: yeah, it really is. Yeah, we've. I, I think that we intended to do this type of podcasting when we started, and we're just now three years later, <laughs> actually <laughs> starting to, to do it.
0: It's like, oh yeah, oh right, we have a podcast. We should do that. But what it is though, the difference is there's just been so many, you know, top. Not top-notch albums, per se, but, like, very notable albums coming out. Yeah. Uh, And so it's just hard to keep up. And then we decided to talk about news that was going on. So we've had two Kanye albums. We've had the Drake beef. We've had Kanye's tweets. (laughs) A lot of Kanye stuff. Um, But this is our first podcast in the last five or so podcasts that isn't about Kanye West. So... (laughs) pretty nice we're kind of breaking away from our kanye mold here
1: but it is about somebody (laughs) that has been very close to kanye west
0: and speaking of we have a special guest with us this time we haven't had a guest we have in the building jay-z is here jay-z jay-z do you want to say something real quick (laughs) ah yep Alright. Thank you, thank you Jay-Z, for joining us today. That was, was very insightful. We appreciate it. Thanks. I, we, I'm glad
1: that we were able to get you in for that. Right, That's yeah. all we needed. Yep. Jay-Z.
0: <laughs> but are you implying that that wasn't Jay-Z just now?
1: No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, we talked about this, like, weeks ago. I know that you <laughs> made good on your word, and you actually did get Jay-Z to come to your apartment. So. <laughs> just to say ha
0: Yup. Did he told me just now before he left that he thinks this album's a ten out of ten? Which I I, I don't know. Maybe. Um,
1: oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: So uh, we're doing. I wonder why. Yeah. It, it, does he have a connection? Um, this is the debut album from the Carters, titled "Everything Is Love." Uh, the Carters, of course, being Beyonce and Jay Z. Um, and uh normally i do you know pretty lengthy introduction kind of give you some context on who the artists are this is beyonce and jay-z okay uh they've been the gold standard for powerful music couples for quite some time uh this was a surprise release um exclusively on title uh which isn't too dissimilar from just not releasing an album at all given the amount of people that have Tidal. A couple of days after that, though, it became available on Spotify and Apple Music, which is why we're able to do this podcast. Um, I'm sure we'll discuss this whole Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music thing later, uh, but for now, we'll just kind of start with music discussion. Uh, It has an 82 on Metacritic, and that exactly matches the 8.2 that Pitchfork gave it, Uh, Anthony Fantano has not reviewed this yet, so you're going to have to think of your own opinion for this one.
1: Uh, Well, I'm not going to give an opinion because... (laughs) (laughs) there's just no way i can possibly know what to say about it without his his word
0: (laughs) oh gosh uh okay so yeah what what do you think about it or oh yeah you do you want to go track by track i kind of like this uh thing we've been doing lately
1: sure yeah i mean the the thing is with these shorter albums it works a little bit better i think and this one's only nine (laughs) tracks so I think it works with with that kind of thing. We were able to get it in perfectly and kind of dissect the album.
0: Yeah, I mean, could you imagine if we did that with, like, Views, if it was, what, 21 (laughs) tracks or whatever? Just track by track of Drake... But yeah, this, this one's only nine it's songs. It's two,
1: two hours of us dissecting it and being like, yeah, I don't really like this track. It's uh, <laughs> just, just saying the same <laughs> shit over and over again.
0: Well, you make the same track over and over, you get the same response. Um, exactly, yeah. So before we before we get into the songs, I just want to kind of do a mini complaint, all right? And I'll mm-hmm. ask, I'll kind of lead in by asking you a question, all right, of a trend I've been seeing lately. What do the latest albums from uh, The Carters, uh, Kendrick, uh, Kid C Ghost, Nas, Brockhampton, Sophie, Pusha T, and Saba all have in common? And it has nothing to do with the music on their albums.
1: Kanye West?
0: No, but that's actually pretty <laughs> close now that, I th- now that I'm looking at it. what What I'm trying to say is that I'm done with the all-caps Album title thing.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm done with it. And on half of those albums, including this one, the song titles are in all caps as well. It's not unique anymore. I'm done with it. That's how what I had to say about that.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> it's an yeah. important point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that 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 is a good point. I'm right. I'm not for all caps and all lowercase like the inverse was is like the LCD sound system album mm. last year like the all lowercase or
0: serpent with feet this year did the same thing
1: yeah right like um, I just I don't like it it makes it feel like it makes it feel weird when I'm listening to the album mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't know I don't know why it doesn't feel necessary at all that's the thing it doesn't feel like it adds anything to it I, but yeah yeah I don't know
0: yeah. So I just wanted to rant about that cuz man I'm
1: Yeah, that is that is a good point. That yeah. is like a trend now.
0: It's 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 really weird. I I don't even know why, but
1: All right. And then you got the inverse of Jaden Smith only capitalizing the first letter of every word.
0: Are you serious?
1: <laughs> he does that shit with like the way he types.
0: Jeez. Oh, god, that is terrible. Oh my god. Um all right. <laughs> Jaden Smith. Um had to bring up Jaden Smith on this podcast. Oh, yeah, because we're not reviewing his album when it comes out. Um, is it out? Who, knows? Who cares, right?
1: I don't care. Let's talk about this album.
0: Yeah, all right, so track one, Summer, in all caps. Uh, intro song, what did you think?
1: I thought this production is really, really fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's a really great intro track. It really sets the stage for like this big grand stage for the fact that you have jay-z and beyonce making an album together which has been anticipated for a long time and rumored about and talked about for a very long time and it really sets the stage up for something like that's just this big spectacle so I, i i like the production a lot i love how uh beyonce sounds on it um you know, other than that, it's, like, lyrically, it's not, I, I didn't think it was, like, amazing or anything like mm-hmm. that, but, um, it, it, it's mostly just the sound and, like, the, the spectacle of it that I thought was really attractive.
0: Yeah, um, yeah it's a pretty solid instrumental, I think, overall. Um, I, yeah. I, I like the drums. Uh, the... Uh, the the brass i'm always a sucker for brass Mm -hmm. and it's really like understated on this track in a way that sounds it makes it sound classy like a classy brass um it
1: sounds it 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 reminds me of uh jay-z when he's coming out of retirement that's that era yes yes. um and like and, and it's this big he he does brass so well because he's just he he just knows how to manage his image so well that he can capture brass and make it look like just the coolest thing in the world
0: that's and then you have great point and
1: then you have beyonce and you throw brass instruments behind beyonce and it just makes this look like this like kingly procession you know yeah this is a so, track
0: it's like a royalty production is like well, yeah yeah uh,
1: yeah but that that was that's like this track i like la- i mean that's mostly what it is it's just super attractive as like you just have this really big opener like that kind of thing it's like an overture this really this mm. really big event that's about to happen that's, and that's like i feel like that was the one of the feelings overall one of the most attractive parts of this album overall is just how like crazy it is to be listening to the feel how crazy the feeling is to be listening to an album that's jointly made by beyonce and jay-z you know what I mean?
0: It, it's so weird that it, I mean you're you're right, and, and it's everyone's been expecting this album or anticipating this album, and then it's just a surprise release. It, it it's mm-hmm. a little weird, I guess, but yeah,
1: um, yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about the because they did that with Lemon Beyonce did that with Lemonade. That was a little bit different. It kind of because it was this airing of dirty laundry, basically. Right. Right. started this whole thing so that was kind of like it i thought the surprise release was honestly kind of like artistically needed because uh like you know it, it goes along with the shock of the subject matter so it was really good right um was jc's surprise i can't remember
0: i think it was it was like a surprise in that it was one of those like i'm releasing an album in a week you know yeah
1: that's what it was yeah it was was like like it was really quick it wasn't like just like all of a sudden you woke up and you had a jay-z album right so like that one and this one um like i kind of wish they would have had a bigger rollout especially with this one because this one like this one everybody knew what was happening and it i don't know like it, it it does feel a little bit strange like this is one of the biggest collaborations you could possibly get
0: exactly yeah
1: in music <laughs> and all of a sudden it's just here it's just, yeah you're right it, it is just a little bit weird it's but, just
0: odd yeah.
1: um, I don't know I, I think that that's kind of how I mean that's definitely how they like to handle stuff they're so like intensely private it, about, about their personal lives well I mean obviously not because they're airing it out in right. their music but they're intensely <clears throat> private about it like outside of that Right, so, I don't know, maybe album rollouts for them are just like we don't need to do that bullshit,
0: so yeah, um, so that's we, I guess we got a little sidetracked, but um, but yeah, so yep. summer overall, pretty smooth opener, um and, and oh, and I agree you said uh, you said, beyonce, she sounds great on this song, she sounds just lovely, absolutely, mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, her chorus, her chorus on this is is really great. I I love it. I love the uh, the let it breathe from Jay Z. That little ad lib that he
0: oh yeah during the course yeah yeah Yeah, I think
1: it's so cool. He's just a so yeah I'm I'm a I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the intro track. I think it's a really good intro track. There's nothing like super special about it. It just the feeling of it is really cool.
0: Right. It's it's an announcement of like the Beyonce Mm -hmm. and Jay Z album has arrived. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So this this next track. is the only one i think that has a music video so far uh -hmm. i guess it was kind of dropped as the single from this album uh, as soon as the album came out uh ape shit and we're an explicit content uh podcast so we can say ape shit so we're super cool for saying ape shit on a podcast (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's all I care about is the fact that I can call the song Ape Shit.
0: <laughs> and that's our thoughts on Ape Shit. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, this one, uh, the last song was about them loving each other. This next song is kind of on the other end. It's about their wealth and their success, um, as one might expect on an album featuring Jay Z. Um, the energy level is just turned up in comparison to the previous song. What do you think of that kind of juxtaposition, and I guess this song in general?
1: Um, I mean, the that juxtaposition is honestly a little bit obvious
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: To, to me. Like, I, I figured that was gonna happen, and it did happen, and like that's fine. I, I, I like I like that idea. I I'm always like, if it if it's done well, then I'm always a fan of juxtaposition. I think it's cool. It shows it gives character to an album um i i'm like still like kind of conflicted about ape shit Mm. because like i really didn't like it that much at first but um there's two things about it that have that have helped me to like actually start liking it to to the extent I don't like it a lot, but I'm starting to like feel like I could maybe like it a lot as it goes down a lot. Okay. So the first is the music video. Yes. So I I listened to this I listened to this like just raw, like, you know, on the album at first, when I was just listening to the album, like eh, like there wasn't really much for me to, to, to think about with it. And then I watched the music video and the music video is just bananas. And it's like, and it gives so much context for an artistry to the song that like now I'm listening to it and I just like, can't help but Like think about, think about that idea of wealth and success and artistry that they were like throwing out there in the video and it's made me appreciate it more from a contextual standpoint like Mm. now and then the other thing is too the production has like won me over Mm. completely Mm -hmm. like i love those chords that they like those synthesizer chords that they use throughout it yeah i fucking love those things and like i it is so clean and sleek the production is
0: i yeah i so. i really like uh like the the pace of the instrumental it feels really fast paced but at the same time it's kind of not i it's, it's yeah, odd cuz when, it,
1: when it breaks when it breaks away it's just those chords and it and it and, it, and it, like it can break away and just give like this air this like breath of fresh air right like after but when the drums kick in it's like it it picks up and it's just go
0: yeah it, it, that's uh, that's why i think i i hate to be this guy because you know it's the single you know but this is probably my favorite song on here um oh really yeah so i mean it's just i think this album is at its best when the songs have a lot of swagger to them and they sound like they're having fun recording the album Uh, there's some moments where i think it lacks both of those things Um, but in this instance there's just a ton of energy it's jay-z at his most uh, luxurious and and braggadocious which is the best jay-z and then Beyonce is just doing wild stuff with her voice all over the song that I'm a fan of. Uh, but I kind of wanted to talk about the music video too. Um, it's, it, I guess, a great thing you can say about a music video is if you picture it anytime you're listening to the song or the album. And I do. Uh, so credit to them on that. Right. Yeah. The the just the the choreography in the video is awesome. The the outfits are just incredible I'm mm-hmm. I, I wish I had all those outfits um, obviously this is kind of reminiscent of the the Jay-Z Picasso baby thing in that the art appreciation seems to be less about art appreciation and more about just being a sign of wealth which is fine but um, and then unless I'm missing some sort of symbolism I thought the Mona Lisa shot in the video was a little too. On the nose, it, it was a little too like, "Hey, here's the Mona Lisa." You know, we like high art, and we're at the Louvre, and here's the Mona Lisa. Just to, I don't yeah. know. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I've been like searching for some sort of symbolism with that mm-hmm.
0: because Cause they focus on it for a few seconds. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I was trying to think like maybe it's supposed to be this thing of like, um because Beyonce keeps saying I mean I'm starting to put my conspiracy theory hat on
0: oh here we go Jay-Z Illuminati talk let's do it <laughs> yeah get
1: into that yeah
0: <laughs> but
1: uh, Beyonce is saying things like I can't believe we made it in the chorus work of that uh, or the chorus of the the, the song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, they focus on these shots of them standing together next to the Mona Lisa which is super iconic Yeah. Um, and it's and it's a painting of this white woman, and it's this mm. and it's and it's this shot of them standing next to them all by themselves, and uh, and I and I was trying to think like maybe there's some symbolism in there of like she's saying like I can't believe that we made it to this point as uh like her and Jay Z this powerful black couple mm. mm-hmm. made it to this point where they're they're doing this they're you know they are at this at this point shooting this music video or whatever you know
0: right or they're Um, the new they're the new artists like they're making the new high art exactly yeah they're like
1: yeah they're like they're standing in front of it and this is this is their their art yeah so like i was like "Mm, i could see that i mean i don't want to get too deep on that and be like oh that's definitely what it is but there's a lot of there's a lot of uh juxtaposition in the music video with these Renaissance paintings that portray I mean most Renaissance paintings are paintings of white people. Mm-hmm. And there's this this swift juxtaposition in the music video where they go from these like uh, zoomed in images of, uh, of white models in their paintings to um, these black, very black image imageries of them dancing or sitting next to a sculpture or something like that
0: that's a that's a really good interpretation and i i'm inclined to believe you now but i don't know why i didn't pick up on that when i watched it yeah
1: i mean that's just the feeling that i was starting to get from it and that like that's what was so provocative about it i was like this is like really cool because it's so like inspirational looking and uh and and it and it and it really like I don't know it it pulled a lot of like thoughts out of me for that and I didn't I don't want to like be I, I was nervous like I was thinking like just like hmm. oh this is got uh, to be you know I don't like the childish Gambino shit with the uh, this is America right it's, like you you know you're dissecting every little detail but those are like some feelings that I had about it and I that's uh, that's why like now i like the song so much more than i did because it really feels like there was a lot of artistry and creativity that went behind it
0: you gotta love when the when the video adds context to the song that's always i know that's one of my
1: favorite music that and obviously this is america that Mm -hmm. those two are like some of the best music videos i've seen this
0: year absolutely um
1: yeah i I wanted to say on this really quick the super bowl line from Jay Z, also. <laughs> it,
0: it, you, I, I forget it, but is it, it? I forgot the. I forgot the line. Are you gonna do this? Like a, it's a good line or a bad line? I forgot what he said.
1: I thought that I thought that it was a pretty good line, um, because it confirms it confirms like that he didn't that he got offered the Super Bowl, and he declined it. So hang on, let me. I'm looking up the lyrics yeah. right now so that I can actually quote it.
0: Oh, uh, Jay-Z, did you want to come back here and quote the – no? Oh, okay. All right. All right. I think he we left. Didn't pay him.
1: We didn't pay him enough money to do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Yeah. Um,
1: Every night we in the end zone tell the NFL we're in stadiums too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is that an amazing line? But it's like a cool it's like a it's a topical line and it's and it's like a really good it's a good line uh socially because mm-hmm. it starts a conversation it's like oh jc was actually offered the super bowl but he didn't take the halftime show out of integrity right um so but it's <laughs> i don't know it's not it's i don't know it's not a great line though yeah
0: i <laughs> don't I uh, you you mentioned uh, not wanting to take too much detail out of the video, but one one detail I did notice is uh, the Mona Lisa's nose. If you look at it, it, it kind of looks triangular. So I was kind of thinking, you know, Illuminati from that. <laughs> I'm not sure, but
1: yeah. And then uh, and then if you see whenever uh whenever Beyonce is dancing with the group of women, they all put their hands up and they <laughs> oh
0: I didn't even think no, about that. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. deep. Uh, that's that's pretty deep, man. Um, and then you see six 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 in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. That must have been the yeah, just clear. Like. <laughs> yeah, written in blood on the walls or something. No, I missed that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's ape shit. <laughs> um,
1: we did a good job of that. Yeah,
0: it's. I mean, yeah, it's one of my favorite songs on here. It's a song that it the appeal is. I guess maybe not for you, but I think generally is it's pretty immediate. Uh, so I uh,
1: yeah yeah for me it was not. I, I it's been growing on me a lot more. It's not my favorite track, but uh, but it's I, I have a way bigger appreciation for it now after watching the music video. So credit to them for the for what they did with that video.
0: There you go. All right, uh, track three, <laughs> boss. Uh, this is a song about their high status. Um, uh, i just kind of wanted to say uh, this song kind of made me think about this but i guess it's about the album as a whole but this album might be the closest thing we get to a watch the throne two, um given jay-z and kanye's relationship now but also uh just the themes that we're hearing on this album to this point and even yeah. after this point um it's it's very similar to what we're getting on watch the throne and obviously yeah. the duo dynamic is there as well so
1: well and and beyonce makes that lyric too oh jay-z and and Beezus. Oh, geez.
0: i missed yeah. that i missed so many just great ones on here um
1: yeah yeah I, I forget which song it was but she makes it on i think it's on uh i'm not sure yeah but uh but yeah she does the jay-z and bezos watch the throne
0: oh that's right yeah they do say something like that um but But that's a
1: that is a really good comparison because yeah it is there there are a lot of elements to it that are they're very watch the throne-ish but it it has more I, i think it's focused more on uh their relationship in the later part of it but this beginning yes. part is yeah. definitely like this is watch the throne shit
0: yeah there's a there's a nice string of songs that are more about yes like their their status and how they're at the top and all that and this particular I enjoyed this song um, I like this beat when it kicks in once again they got the horns going um, it's another kind of high class song um, I, I don't know it, it, there isn't a ton to say about this one
1: um, yeah. I uh, I like the concept of this song a lot. Like, the whole concept of being successful to them means taking care of the people that you love after you've made what you've made.
0: And Jay-Z has done that to his credit, historically. Like, the other yeah. Rockefeller members or whatever, even if they're not putting out albums all the time, he makes sure that they're getting their checks and all that. He keeps an eye on that. Yeah. So
1: yeah so I like I like that idea uh, of the song and uh but the uh like this is probably the most uninteresting mm. production for me on the album just like by the end of it I'm like kind of like I don't know it, it, for some reason it's just by the end of this song I'm kind of tired of it it doesn't change a lot um and they and they sort of out like use up all of the interesting production that they have in this song pretty much right away yep
0: yeah, it's pretty much after that beat kicks in um, you know it's nice and you enjoy it for a bit but yeah it it there isn't much going on it's a little too simplistic um, yeah uh, something with, I, uh, oh, sorry we, go, ahead. Go, go ahead you you go ahead okay go ahead all right um, <laughs> so I guess it, it takes three songs to officially call something a trend uh, but something I noticed kind of at this song is Uh, every song to this point and obviously several others after this they kind of give me more of a beyonce featuring jay-z feeling to them Uh Uh, she's usually doing all of the choruses and uh she will often get two verses to jay-z's one in a lot of these songs too um right so i i'm not gonna say that's a obviously i'm a bigger jay-z fan than i am a beyonce fan so i don't want to say like this album is bad because there isn't enough jay-z it's just something i probably would have preferred um if there was more of a balance on that
1: yeah i definitely noticed that too um i don't think that they do a bad job of it Mm. and jay-z seems to like use the time that he's that he gets on these songs like really really well Mm -hmm. um which is honestly probably a good thing because like you can throw Beyonce on three fourths of a song and she'll sell the shit out. Absolutely. of it. Absolutely.
0: Oh yeah. And and to be honest, I think she performs better than Jay Z on this album for the most part. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And
1: that like that's what I'm saying. Like if you throw Jay Z on three fourths of a song, like he might kick ass with it, but he also might do some bullshit.
0: <laughs> right, <you> know,
1: <laughs> for, for for a while, it's like he he might just try some bullshit because like you know i it, i mean it's it's been it's been known to happen on, on TC's <laughs> albums
0: especially in a post american gangster jay-z yeah exactly
1: yeah so i'm not mad about the fact that they were like well I'll let beyonce take the lead on all this right um so um I, one one lyric i wanted yes. to like to, yeah. to point out is the Beyonce. Dropping my daughter off at school every morning line. For some reason, (laughs) every time I hear her sing that, I'm just like, that is just so bizarre and hilarious for some reason. (laughs) Just the way she sings it.
0: Could you imagine, like, what is it, dropping her daughter off at school? Could you imagine, like, seeing Beyonce at, like, your local, like, a couple school buses pull up, and then there's Beyonce (laughs) dropping off her kid at school. Just like, just, just like, right, my God? It's it? oh my! Like, oh my God, you're Beyonce. <laughs> that's that's awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, like I, I, I don't <laughs> know what what it was. It's just like <laughs> if she just said, if She just says that I'm riding around with my seat reclining dropping my daughter off at school every morning. She's like, what are you talking about?
0: What are you <laughs> the the, the, <laughs> the lyrics we like to pull out, man. They're they're, they're great. Um,
1: that was that was that was the one that's I don't know why Unbelievable. that was like imagining Beyonce just like alright I'll pick you up after school I'm like
0: what <laughs> <laughs> like she doesn't have a person to do that for her um, <laughs>
1: yeah so, so that's, any, my, that's okay, my thought I yeah, don't know <laughs> why but that was just that was the one
0: so that's that's our thoughts on boss I think um <laughs> uh track four nice featuring pharrell williams (laughs) yeah um this is a song about self-confidence and braggadocio which is right up jay-z's alley and beyonce's alley as well i guess to a lesser extent but um the 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 one lyric i just wanted to because this is a song that's not really captivating me musically so i don't have much to say about it in that regard i do want to point out this lyric and this is maybe where we get into the streaming discussion maybe where we can push Mm -hmm. it she has a lyric uh beyonce says if i gave two fucks two fucks she says two fucks twice if i gave two fucks two fucks about streaming numbers ooh clever yeah so two (laughs) fucks so if you think about it though it's like two fucks twice so like
1: so maybe it's Four fucks.
0: Yeah. So she. So so, she, <laughs> so Stupid. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, if I. That's actually an annotation on Genius. If you click on it, it's like gives four oh, fucks. My. No, it's no. I'm just fucking with you. Genius sucks sometimes. <laughs> um, if if I gave two fucks, two fucks about streaming numbers, would have put Lemonade up on Spotify. Um, it, I know Lemonade is not on Spotify, but at the time, this album was released it wasn't on spotify and now it is and so this lyric within a week has already not aged well um
1: yeah th- yeah that's 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 what i was thinking from it too
0: yeah it's it's just like, weird to call out spotify me listening like as to it listening on to it on
1: apple music and you listening to it on spotify you <laughs> listening to it on spotify especially is like well okay i
0: mean and yeah i'm not saying artists can't call out spotify but when you're in charge of title you know it's just weird to from that perspective to call out spotify and then be like hey you know what um so let me go yeah go ahead
1: and then she and then they put their album on spotify so it's like you're listening to that line on spotify (laughs) It's like, well, you do give two fucks apparently about yeah. the streaming numbers because you put this. I mean, it's not lemonade, but you put this one on Spotify. <laughs> so like,
0: I think maybe she only yeah. gives three fucks instead of the four. Like, if she gave four fucks, um, then then
1: she wouldn't have put it on Spotify. Okay, that makes sense. Right. You know what? Maybe we need to go back in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, I can go through the history of this album's release if you want to talk about this now is that all right or yep okay so this because I, I did a little research on this just because i found this so fascinating um so obviously jay-z it fa- founded title um they released their record exclusively on title uh as it turns out people didn't care enough about the album uh to download title just for the album and as a reminder, this is an album with Beyoncé and Jay-Z. If you're not going to get people to download Tidal for a Beyoncé and Jay-Z collaboration album, you're in some trouble. Um, <laughs> That's uh, some real shit. And then they, they put it on Apple Music and Spotify, but apparently only on Spotify Premium. Uh, it might be on free Spotify now. I don't know. I pay for the Premium Spotify because I care about this podcast. Um <laughs> all for the podcast exactly it, it, right Making sacrifices <laughs> uh and also apparently if you make your record premium only on spotify it doesn't receive a lot of coverage on like the new music pages that they offer uh... so it didn't get much press on spotify all of this adds up to only and i guess only in quotes um hundred twenty four thousand sales streaming included after one week uh, for reference, Post Malone's has sold the most this year among hip hop acts, I guess, with four hundred seventy-one thousand, so like four times as good. I normally don't care about streams and sales and all of that, but I thought this rollout was interesting. Did you have any thoughts on it?
1: That that is kind of an interesting.
0: It's interesting it's weird. Idea. It's weird. And not that one hundred twenty-four thousand after a week is anything to like shrug at, but it kind of is for Beyonce and Jay Z. So
1: yeah when we're talking about post Malone streams four times as much
0: in the weekend I think after one week doubled them or something like that like it's it's weird this is beyonce you know like yeah I don't know
1: yeah I don't know I mean I I I don't know in the in the era of streaming though are Jay-Z and beyonce fat big that's a, that's a yeah. question too because like somebody like post because like, the streaming era is a lot like the people that get the, a lot of the a lot of um, coverage in in this time is like the mm-hmm. people that it's like you it's the nice easy listen it's like the office of musicians yeah yeah it's like really nice to just put on you know it's gonna you're gonna like be you know okay with it there's it's very just like it's it it's just very like good. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. that kind of thing. There's nothing really more about it. So, like somebody like Jay Z or Beyonce, when it's this big spectacle, yeah, I'm not sure if they actually are destined to do that good, even in the in the yeah. era of streaming.
0: I don't know. And and to clarify, I I think the post Malone number might be since its release, but generally you get most of your stuff the first week. So I'm sure that number is yeah, still exactly, higher.
1: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it, it was know. just kind of weird. I mean, I'm
1: not, I'm not like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not like too. The streaming number stuff, I mean, they don't give a shit about it either, because again, it's Beyonce and Jay Z,
0: right?
1: So like, I guess that is surprising, but it, I think it says more to the culture of streaming than it does to like them. It just shows, it just shows what people are interested in now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and like, and how. How quickly you have to grab people's attention in order for them to care about something like this? Because there's just too much music out there. They're they're just going to go to something else. They don't care.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's how I I think that's it. I think it's just there's so much out there to where you know I don't know. Like albums are less of an event now because there's just so many coming out and yeah. I I don't know. Um, However, the few people one of the few people that has
1: been. I mean, okay, I'm gonna bring Kanye West up again.
0: Podcast number for, six in a row, five in <laughs> a row.
1: Six in a row. Yep. One of the few people that has been around since the era of of um CDs. Yeah. And been able to translate um been able to translate his fandom into streaming numbers really heavily is Kanye West. He's yeah. one of the, you know, only people everybody else like these uh older artists have been you know it's it's just different yeah you know i feel like this one is something that'll last longer than like post malone longer or post malone numbers Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: uh it'll be more consistent but it's it's not something that is going to just be like you know teenagers aren't going to be like "Ooh, jay-z and beyonce i've been waiting for this for years
0: i think i think that's kind of what it is more than not that jay-z and beyonce aren't the most popular people but it's like they're they're kind of elder statesmen at this point. Like I don't uh-huh. I don't know. They're 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 becoming ever so slightly less relevant among people who are just on Spotify all the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, uh, however I, I just want to end this discussion by saying I'm excited if this means that we get Jay Z stuff back on Spotify, because I miss listening to Jay Z, and I'm not getting titled just to listen to Jay Z, I don't believe in that. So, so yeah, right, exactly. Bring back reasonable doubt to Spotify, Jay Z. I know you're listening, Jay Z. It bring back. Oh yeah, yeah. Call him back in. Yeah. <laughs> ha, ha. I don't think I can do that. Ha. Yep. Okay. All right. Sounds good, Jay. Um. Uh, well, you, you heard it here 1st go. <laughs> <under the scope. laughs> that guy laughs a lot. Um, so, so nice. Uh, did you have anything to say about it? I think this song, it's it's just it's fine enough, but it's not really working for me.
1: Beyonce sounds amazing on the track, uh, and she's got some really nice like passionate moments on it. Jay Z, I don't like on <laughs> this because when he does his fucking nice
0: nice nice, 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 nice. Oh yeah, that is bad.
1: When he does that shit, so he does that shit like a couple times that like whatever that Migos flow that that everybody loves now when Jay-Z does it, it sounds like just the old dude, it sounds like that Steve Buscemi, like how do you do fellow kids <laughs> meme Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's what it sounds like, it's like oh no, like it's the one flow that Jay-Z can't do
0: when Jay-Z does repetition like when he does that nice, nice, nice it brought me back to uh, Kate, 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 Kate <laughs> and I'm like nope, I'm sorry, I'm out now that i'm looking at this does jay-z have a verse on this song or does he just do- uh, oh he does his first verse i think
1: he oh yeah, yeah the first verse yeah
0: oh yeah because he's like great advice damn you hove jesus christ i remember that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly yeah <laughs> yep uh <laughs> yep. also i don't know i just pharrell is so hit and miss with me and i'm not really huge mm-hmm. on this hook and when pharrell comes in at the end i'm not really a fan of it either uh every like you said though beyonce sounds good this song's just it's passable it's nice i guess <laughs> good joke <laughs> Yep. <laughs> brooklyn um so that's my thoughts on nice uh yeah yeah nice is like
1: it's one of the weaker points on the album yeah like both in uh both in production and in uh the only saving grace on it honestly is beyonce she sounds great on this track i think
0: yeah it it's Um, i don't want to say it hurts to say because i do like beyonce but i love jay-z and it's just beyonce is outclassing him on a few of these songs excuse me
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: um track five seven one three it's a song i guess about just kind of an ode to their to their upbringings uh seven one three is the area code for houston uh where beyonce is from um jay-z in his verses he discusses his early history with beyonce like er, like before they were together like that kind of history um this song is a little messy but i enjoy it quite a bit and it's it has a lot to do with i'm such a sucker for like referencing and interpolating just classic hip-hop songs
1: Mhm. I thought they did a really cool job with that too. And with Beyonce still does such Dre, yeah. a Beyonce does such a badass job of like of of remixing that still Dre chorus. And it's like just the way that she says it is so fucking like cool. She brings a lot of energy
0: because the original still Dre. You know, it's Doctor Dre and Snoop Dogg. It's going to be laid back, um, but she brings like a an energy to it, like a, a kind of a raunchy energy, a little bit too, like an aggressive, I, I love that. Um, the yeah. the the piano beat is yep. similar in style and rhythm to the Still Dre beat, so I'm a fan of that. Yeah. And then Jay Z in his verse, he references uh, "The Light" by Common, which is a beautiful song. It's a wonderful song. So it's there's a lot of references and interpolations going on. It works for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And Jay Z, I think raps very well on this song, uh, which is good because this is one of the few jay-z featuring beyonce songs on this album so
1: yeah i uh i i I said like at the beginning of this like right at the start this is like it just feels immediately like old Mm jay-z like Mm -hmm. like very much like just classic jay-z but he um the beyonce edition with just her chorus like just gives us such a refreshing and new feeling it doesn't feel like it's like oh, here you go, here's Jay-Z doing what you love Jay-Z doing. It right. feels like Jay-Z has mastered what he's doing, and, uh, and and he's doing it in a in a new way because Beyoncé helps him out with
0: that. And, and that's, a, so, that's a good point because uh, everything about what I just said sounds like they're just doing old head stuff. Like, oh, here's Jay-Z, and he's rapping over still, Dr-, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not that. It does sound very modern. Beyoncé helps a lot with that. But the way it's produced helps it make it sound modern as well. Um, Yeah,
1: and you can definitely tell, like, if somebody was listening to this and they didn't know who Jay Z was, like, you could definitely tell that he was an older rapper from listening to this song because of just the way, just the flow and the way that he raps is so. it, It is very old head hip hop. Yeah, on this one, but like, it's not to the extent where it's like you know it it doesn't feel dated it feels like this dude is just a badass and he's he's been around forever
0: right like that kind of thing agreed and uh he has this line on here again he i think he generally raps pretty well on this song there's a line i liked where he said uh the way i network it's hard for me to connect i I thought that was clever because not only classic jay-z
1: classic uh, Classic jay-z Wordplay. He does such a good job with that. He does. He has some a few moments on on this album where he does. He has a few of those lines where just like, damn, that
0: was really cool. And it's it's it's. I love Jay Z because you read that line and you can tell it's a Jay Z line. Um, he's just he's a master at that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I had to say about it. I'm just it. It really pulls at my. You know, it, it gets me going when I hear interpolations like that it, it, it's like they made this song specifically for me however i think it is a little messy uh it, it sounds off tempo in a couple spots and you know sometimes there's a lot going on but i think this is one of my highlights on the record overall
1: yeah the it's one of my favorite choruses for sure mm-hmm. um that's yeah
0: uh six friends this is a song about um Early onset. Dis- no, it's a song about friends, right? It's about showing love and giving credit to their friends for all their support. It's a pretty endearing song topic. I'll give them credit for that. Outside of that, this is like the most boring song in the album. I'm sorry, but it is to me.
1: Yeah, the uh, the 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 topic is the only thing that I think is is like really cool about it. Um, like, and the Beyonce part is like directly ripped. From like a Drake track
0: to,
1: <laughs> I mean, like come on now, like and then that that fucking line I wrote down. What is it? Uh, <laughs> what would I be without my friend? <laughs> like, that, like I was like, this is Drake. That is Drake. Like, <laughs> oh God. Oh, uh, where's the
0: where's the song like, where she says bum whores? Is that this song? Oh, yeah, that's the song, too, yeah. The, the
1: chorus in this is like, oh, my God, I, oh. I I do not like it. I really yeah. don't like it. And, and <laughs> to be fair,
0: this song probably isn't made for people like us, you know, but that's fine. Um, yeah. it's This
1: is the one song on here that I can say that I... Uh, I don't care for like i i I, I think that this is the one song on here that i would be like they definitely could have left this off the album totally
0: agree this is there's a lot of songs i think are just decent on here but this one i think is i actively dislike this song uh i don't really have much to say about it other than i can't believe this is the longest song on here uh the beat Mm -hmm. is just in one ear and out the other i can't tell you what the beat sounds like right now i think that the the slight auto-tune on beyonce seems unnecessary she's beyonce um and yeah, a, I, I, yeah.
1: I, at first i was like "Ooh, cool and then like like towards the end of the song i'm like i don't want to hear that shit like yeah. she sounds better without
0: yeah it's <laughs> like, like I w- i'm listening to beyonce I, like give me beyonce yeah. right i don't know her yeah. voice is incredible
1: it, it just it sounds weird like it or it just sounds unnecessary too like it's because it, it, it's just that one tiny little part it's dude. just
0: a little bit of it. it it's enough to make you wonder like is this autotune but it's enough and um, yeah it's just i think it's a weird decision um, it's a bland song it's long and it's boring and that's my thoughts on friends
1: yeah i think that people are uh, are freaking out a little bit about this song because it's like the jay-z talking about Mm -hmm. um sort of like the kanye west stuff where he didn't go to his wedding because him and his because him and beyonce were in that lemonade shit right and uh and he like and he references it on here and so i think people are like freaking out about that and being like oh my god he's actually talking about it and like so it's like yeah but like I, as a song it's like
0: right right great song topic and
1: he doesn't yeah. even say anything he just basically says like i didn't go to your wedding because me and my wife are fighting it's like okay it's not really right, satisfying right. it's like a pretty normal thing for somebody to say. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, and people just be like, oh, I can't believe it. It's like, you can't believe that? Like, you you can't believe that that would happen. <laughs> like, come on no. it's, uh
0: It's not particularly insightful. Um,
1: No. But there was one line that he did, that he said on this that I actually liked a lot. Uh, where he's like, tight circle, no squares. I'm geometrically opposed to you. Y'all like to triangles. I was like... Ooh, I kind of like that because it's it's yeah. really clever wordplay. Yeah, um, with with all that. But uh, but other than that, I, I really don't care about this song at all.
0: Yep. I, no, I when I first heard that... Yeah, I, what like,
1: would I be without my friend's line makes me laugh. Like, it actually made me laugh when I heard it. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, Drake is gonna sue you now for
0: this. Like. I, I think when I saw... Uh, when I was on Genius looking at these lyrics, I think one of the comments for this song was like, oh my god, this is an instant classic. And I'm like, I hate I hate <laughs> everything about the internet and hip-hop fans. It, it can just all go away. you kidding me. It can all go away as far as... I, it, it, they definitely said it about on one of these songs i can't remember which one oh shit
1: uh i i want to say this the uh fucking uh genius annotators like <laughs> god just like they're uh the you know the uh the pumia, the pumia that kind of a pumia the, the chorus right
0: yeah, yeah i hate that chorus too pumia. So, yeah,
1: bullshit <laughs> chorus that's the drake shit yeah anyway <laughs> there's people this this fucking annotator talking about just like the pull me up, pull me up, never let me drown is a reference to the never let me down oh, from sh- God, it was West College Dropout.
0: Oh, man. Because,
1: and I'm like, just like, what are you talking about? Like, that's such a normal phrase. Like, just pull me up. <laughs> like, it's like, it, wow. this is just referencing friends.
0: Like... Terrible. Uh, Wow, that is the most reaching.
1: People want to spider web Kanye West into all this stuff as much as they possibly can. And we do too.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We applaud that. But in general, I think they're reaching on that one. Um,
1: For sure, like, yeah.
0: So, yeah, so that's Friends, long and boring, like the show Friends, am I right? (laughs) Uh, Track 7, Heard About Us. I think on Boss, you said that it was like the most uninteresting production I can't tell you what this song or this beat sounds like outside <laughs> of it uh, they I know they they do the interpolation of juicy by Biggie Smalls you oh. know if you don't know now you know I like that as I mentioned I, I like that kind of stuff uh, other than that it's yet another song on here about their high status and it's it's a yeah. decent listen if I remember correctly nothing too bad about it but it's just unremarkable as hell.
1: Except for the uh, the the Jay Z that, or sorry, the Biggie uh, chorus mm-hmm. is so goddamn obvious. Like, how many fucking people have used that chorus? That's
0: that's a good point too. It's not the most, you know. I, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was cool hearing Beyoncé do it, because Beyoncé is Beyoncé, and she can just fucking sell anything.
0: Yes, Queen, but I love Beyoncé! <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> I thought you were going that route. I'm <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> She's Beyoncé, she yeah, can just do anything, and it's good, because it's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just going to start going in on that. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I mean, other than that, I don't know. The instrumental, I thought was, like... So, I thought it was better than... Uh,
0: boss Um, i guess
1: boss for sure like i i I think it's more satisfying because it kicks in at the right time um i think that i think that when when beyonce does the cuba to aruba line i think it it actually works pretty decently Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like in the middle of in the like the way that she the way that it comes in i think it works really really well um but it wears itself down quite a bit by the end of the song to where like that initial like ooh that sounded pretty cool i'm like lost on it by the end of the song you know um so i would agree with you i wouldn't say that i i I don't agree that it's like completely a dismissive song i think that it's better than boss in that aspect okay and uh probably better than nice honestly too. But uh, but yeah, I mean I I would agree that it's not like it, it, it isn't anything that's like noteworthy and I it's it is forgettable. By the end of the song it's pretty forgettable. The things that I like about it are the first time that that B comes in. After that it's like it's mm. obvious and it just it doesn't it, it doesn't feel as good. Um after, but beyond that the when Jay-Z first comes in with uh, billy Jean in his prime, for the thousand times the kid ate mine, mm-hmm. that whole that whole thing I thought that was really cool. Uh, the every day I'm getting sued famous, I show up to court a sued famous. I thought that was cool. So I mean, he's just got some clever lines on the song, but they're not even his best lines. You know, yeah, that's on the album. They're just they're they're just pretty clever, but. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I feel pretty positive, I think, about it. I, I'm not like, it's it's good, not great. That's basically how I feel about it.
0: Ooh, one, one lyrical takeaway I took from this uh, is, I guess, is kind of my last thoughts on the song, too. Uh, <laughs> Jay-Z ends his verse saying, like, y'all know B, she doesn't even need a whole name, you know? Cause like, oh. and then and then as it, soon because that, that's the last line of his verse. Like y'all know, B. She doesn't even need a whole name. And then the chorus comes, and in the background he's like, "It's Beyonce." Yeah. <laughs> like as and if you says, didn't know, <laughs> as if you didn't get, like, oh yeah, the B is Beyonce. Jay Z's here to clear that one up for you. He yeah. did,
1: yeah. He did the explain your joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit on that, it's like he ruined
0: it by explaining <laughs> the, the joke a bunch. And and by B I mean Beyonce. Beyonce, my wife. Like, yeah, yeah. we get it, Jay. Yeah, okay. you know,
1: B, she doesn't, and then he just unders, it, it's Beyonce. In case you didn't know, it's Beyonce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he annotated it on Genius, uh, that line, and he said, B equals Beyonce. Hove. Oh, my no, yeah, so, actually, no, he didn't, but he, oh. he may as well have. He, he said that to me just now, because uh, he's still here. Jack. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, well, he is in your apartment. He's probably, what, is he just sitting there, like, eating pizza right now? Yeah, in his Yankees
0: hat, I can't even see his eyes. He's saying yep to himself just, a lot. Yeah, it's really weird.
1: Just nodding along to whatever you're saying about his album. <laughs> um,
0: yep. <laughs> uh, eight, Black Effect. Um, this is a song about a proud love and appreciation of their race uh this is probably the most you know it's the most topical song i guess on here um but yet they still managed to make it a lot about their success which is fine i guess that's kind of the point as well you know they're it's kind of like what you were talking about with the ape shit video i think that same right logic gets extended here um i i really like the backing vocals on this beat i think that's a nice touch it kind of reminds me of what uh, jay was doing on 444 uh this is another jay-z featuring beyonce song which i'm a fan of uh and there are a couple of lyrics that stuck out to me that i'll i'll read in a second but that's generally my thoughts on this song what did what about what what about you
1: this is my favorite song
0: nice okay nice on, this is on, a good song on the album this is a good song
1: yeah this this is my favorite song on the album jay-z sounds spectacular yeah on this song um he's got he's got his i think his best flow on here some of the best lines that he throws out it's cultural it's topical i'm always about that i think that's cool um it's smart and one of the one of the coolest things about it is like towards the end when jay-z and beyonce are both like just sort of trading off like doing like that that same sort of like modern versace ish flow you know what i mean like the migos kind of flow Oh,
0: okay yeah
1: when they're when they're both like kind of trading off on that it works in this aspect because they both just sound like they're having a blast together um, and that's so when like this album's
0: at at its best to me is when the when it's exactly. obvious that they're enjoying the process of making this music yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds it sounds like they're really like in each other's company having a blast and really enjoying this and it's just, and it's like it it i i really really like that so um, this is my favorite song i'm 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 a big fan of of this one nice and i love the spoken word at the beginning i love how the spoken word transitions into the first verse too it's really really cool the way that they build it
0: up and at the end too i think there's some nice uh like poetry or spoken word to take us out if i remember correctly that's that's, yeah
1: exactly yeah
0: but i agree with uh as far as jay lyrically i think he sounds great on this um he's just I, i took this line out but it's just yet it's like example z or whatever of him being the best in the history of hip-hop at these like rags to riches lyrics uh he says uh we started with the mustard seed now we're in the gray 9-11 with the mustard seats like i'm like oh that's uh, that's a pretty nice pretty nice wordplay yeah. there um the the one lyric i didn't care for and it's weird i didn't care for it but it's still a pretty clever line he says uh i made my own waves, so now they're anti title like, that's clever, yeah. but that's not why people don't like Tidal. <laughs> like, like they don't hate yeah. it because it was you. They hate it because it's more expensive for, like, a less quality product. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, that's yeah. why they're not a fan of it. I don't know
1: yeah that's that's the only thing on here that i that i really don't care for either because it's it's just another thing of jay-z promoting title and it's like dude come on now nobody wants to listen (laughs) right
0: but the thing about it is they don't give two fucks two fucks about streaming numbers so you kind of to keep that in mind too yeah exactly yeah. Um, yeah yeah overall this is this is definitely one of the better songs on here it's in my top half of the songs if i were to rank them i guess it's not like my absolute favorite or anything but it's it's very good um
1: yeah i I'm, I'm a big fan of this song I really really liked it a lot on first listen and I like it now
0: wish there was more uh, more topical stuff like this throughout the album I would have liked more of that um,
1: yeah 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 same here because they did a really good job with this
0: one um, so yeah that's that's black effect um, number nine and the number nine uh, the the final track on the album love Happy. And uh, I, it, uh, I mean, I've been gushing about things I'm a sucker of throughout this whole podcast. Anytime someone does the Eddie and Ernie, you make my life a sunny day. Sample also from Killer Mike's Ric Flair, also from Joey Perps, morning sex, and a couple of other songs I'm forgetting right now. But it's that that brass with the woo, the woo in the background. That uh-huh. sample works every fucking time it's always good i just wish it was more prominent in the mix it feels like a little compressed or muted when you hear the original version or even the rick flair killer mike song um but yeah that's i'm gonna i'm gonna love the song based off of that anyway but thankfully on top of that beyonce and jay-z i think play off of each other the best on this song they kind of alternate yeah. lyrics at the beginning i think that works well uh considering that this song is kind of the um this is the like hey we've made up song you know this is them kind of pushing their their past troubles uh aside and just like hey you know that was the past here's where we are now we love each other all of that um so because of that they're they once again seem like they're having a lot of fun with each other it adds this swagger to the album this is one of my favorite songs on here
1: yeah, I, I I really really like this song. I um, I I love that the way that Jay Z and Beyonce trade off with each other on this. They sound the most relaxed, yes, and comfortable on this song out of any of them on on the album. And they both bring out the best in each other on this song too. Um, my favorite verse is just the first one, and I think that a lot of people probably like this a lot too. Just because it's uh, when they're talking about uh, when Jay Z's like talking about he went to Jared, I went to J A R out in Paris, and then Beyonce's you fucked up the first time we had to get remarried, and then and they're like having this it's it's a verse where they're having this conversation sort of and it's like this clever and kind of funny like sort of like playful teasing but like very serious conversation also and, uh, and it, it's a really cool way to just show people like how open they are about this and how how much they've how, how much they've been able to reconcile with each other and where they're at in their relationship. I think that they nailed it with this. yeah it, it's it, really satisfying. It doesn't feel cheesy in any way. It really feels like um, just a genuine artistic way to be like, hey, this is where we're at.
0: you you just stole my word but yeah the the as you mentioned the conversational aspect of the song makes it feel more genuine like you said and more personal as opposed to them reporting how they feel on a song which can sound a little third person at times but this kind of feels Mm -hmm. like you're in the room with them similar to how i'm currently in the room with jay-z right now so it's the same 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 kind of thing um (laughs) but yeah i mean it's it's the The relaxation kind of welcomes you into what they're talking about and it turns out that what they're talking about is some pretty personal stuff every now and then so um i, I applaud the song and uh damn it's oh this is my favorite beat if it wasn't obvious it's my favorite beat on the whole thing so
1: yeah i i really like this one a lot yeah <laughs>
0: So uh, that's. Uh, I honestly oh. think I honestly
1: think that Ape Shit might be my favorite beat now.
0: That's it, it, that's that's really honestly what it comes down to because I think lyrically it's about the same throughout. My favorite songs are generally the ones where I like the production the most. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the ones where I like the production the most are the ones that sound different than the because like the beats for Nice Boss, Heard About Us, and uh, f- uh, Friends they they all kind of blend together for me. Um, yeah, but the, yeah,
1: especially yeah, yeah. I I would agree with that.
0: So like half the beats kind of are samey a little bit, a little too modern and plain Jane. But um, but yeah. So that's uh that's all I had for Love Happy. Uh, what about yeah yeah okay okay. What about
1: what about Jay Z? Does he want to say
0: anything about it? Oh, love Happy, ha! Huh? I'm happy in love with Beyonce. I'm like okay, all right. You might need to thank you, Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, get a get a lozenge or something. Your voice sounded odd that time. Um, so that's that.
1: I totally I totally didn't get that from listening to this <laughs> one <at> first.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so god damn it. So that's Good uh, insight. <laughs> so that's everything is love in all caps by the Carters. Um, we've got about twenty. Four minutes, so that gives us some time for final thoughts. Um, uh-huh. I guess I'll go first because, as we do, uh, you generally lead off our thoughts at the beginning, so I lead off the final thoughts. Um, my final thoughts are pretty straightforward, I'll just get into it. Um, uh, so yeah, Beyonce and Jay Z, how do I feel about them in general? Uh, they're two of the most you know popular, the most celebrated, the most acclaimed musical artists um, in their respective genres over the past decade or so. And for Jay-Z, even longer than that. Uh, Both of their last efforts were highly praised by fans and critics. Uh, It was considered, I guess, Beyonce's artistic peak and Jay-Z's most artistic effort in a decade, at least. Um, So when they released this album entirely by surprise, uh, many listeners like myself were pretty hyped and uh, rightfully so um, we, did, we didn't expect an album uh, but when we got the album we expected greatness from it uh, and in my opinion we didn't always get that uh, I think for the most part we received a record full of like mildly enjoyable pop R&B rap tracks over modern production um, which is fine but not great Uh, So, what kind of kept this record from being great, you might ask? Especially if you're Jay-Z, who's in the room giving me a weird look right now. Um, Right. I (laughs) got a few complaints stick out, but the most notable ones are, I think that a lot... I guess like half of these songs, I'm speaking for just the kind of half of the songs that we agree are kind of on the lower end, Uh, they're incredibly safe, Uh, the production is frequently like bland or uninteresting Uh, the song topics i think have been explored better and in more depth on their previous albums Uh, and the performances on those particular tracks are often complacent Um, given everything i just said there's reason to believe i dislike this album that's not true i do enjoy this album uh, while this record rarely reaches the, uh, the greatness threshold, it almost never reaches like a true low point, uh, Friends being the sole low point, in my opinion. It's a pretty consistent record, um, which I can appreciate. I can listen to this record front to back and enjoy the experience throughout. Um, I generally like the, these songs, albeit I enjoy these songs on a pretty shallow level. Uh, This record has some fun moments, but nothing really grabs me as being particularly special. Uh, Six out of ten. I can't quite go seven, but six. Nice. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I I think that this album falls victim a lot of the time to the, the big nature of what it is if that makes sense the okay. idea that it is a Jay-Z and Beyonce album and just thinking about that is just fucking nuts mm-hmm. because these are the two on their own individual selves both could be side by side the most important artists in either of their genres Beyonce mm-hmm. being pop Jay-Z being hip yep so like the fact that they're the fact that they're doing an album together even though they're married is still a crazy concept and i feel like this album gets caught up in that a lot Mm -hmm. um and and it doesn't really move past that a lot of the time and but it does a good job of being this album that is you know a Jay-Z and Beyonce album it does a really good job of being this big huge spectacle I'm not I I, I don't think that I don't think that it's like bad because it's self-indulgent but I think it mm. is self-indulgent so um so you know that part of that is just I, I have to criticize it very much more closely because I recognize that mm. um Overall, the production is great. I think the production is great on like for the most part on the on the entirety of the album. There's some parts that don't work here and there, um, and on the middle half of it, the production's still really good, but it it, it blends into itself more, so it doesn't it doesn't sound as distinct excuse me a distinct and um there's not as much variety in it as i would want on the middle half of it but it is still good like it's objectively good production it's just it doesn't it's not very interesting if that makes any sense that's like i i
0: I agree exactly with that yeah
1: yeah i can recognize that it's really well done production because it's jay-z and beyonce I mean, they're not going to get some fucking schmo that just comes in there and like, <laughs> "Hey, you like this beat? I remixed a Millie." <laughs> yep. So, anyway, but like, but that, but that is a thing too. So, like, when I'm listening to albums like this, there is a this idea of like, I already know the production's going to be ridiculous because of who the album's coming from. So I'm still left a little disappointed by the end of it because it's not it, it there's not as much amazing production on it as I would want. Objectively, I think that this production is great. But subjectively, with the fact that it's Jay-Z and Beyoncé, it's just okay. Like there's nothing about there's there's not a lot on here that's really really making me be like wow that was fucking awesome honestly one of the song the the song that's doing that for me is ape shit and i I did not really like that at first so it's just weird that that's the one (laughs) that i'm like damn that's a really cool well-produced song so anyway the big thing i have with this is i've been i've been trying not to be too enthralled by the fact of wow like this is like crazy that Jay-Z and Beyonce are both giving us this album and trying more to listen to it as this thing of like, these are just two people making an album about their relationship, and we've heard about it in the past. Uh, because that's what it is. They're, they're, it's not Jay-Z and Beyonce, these superstars, making an album together just because they want to. They're making this album together basically because they need to. So, I think the concept of it is cool for that reason. They've got some really nice ideas on here. Jay-Z raps his ass off on some songs, but stays in the background on too many of them. Mm -hmm. Beyonce sounds amazing on most of this, but not very interesting on a lot of it. Yes. So, there's been this back and forth with me, and I agree with you, I'm at a 6 out of 10 on this, too. Okay. Because it's it's right on the border there for me of a 7, or i like i like enough of it to where i'm just like yeah i want to give it a seven but there's these just there's not enough impression for me to to give it that because honestly by the end of it the only thing that i really take away from it is black effect and ape shit
0: yep yep so it and, and uh like those
1: are the ones those are the two songs that i'm like oh damn like those are cool ass songs
0: I think the the point you made that sticks out for me is something that i probably should have stressed more but yeah it's more just a lot of this album is uninteresting it's safe it um it it, it's It's, jay-z and beyonce are in periods of their life artistically where they're coming off of these artistic highs and they don't really have much to prove right now beyonce it was like Okay, but can she make the album that's like an artistic critical triumph? And she did with Lemonade. And then with Jay Z it was, oh, is this guy washed up? And then it turns out he's not. He came out and made four forty four and it was awesome. And so now it's like they don't have anything to prove and because of that they sound like they don't have anything to prove. They're just they're kind of putting out a putting out an album. Here's an album for you guys. And that's kind of the feeling I get. It's like a lack of hunger a sense of complacency a lot of the time i don't know that's just the feeling i'm getting
1: it feels like it just gets wrapped up too much in the fact that they're releasing an album together you know what i mean like it it just gets too self-indulgent in that aspect and you know uh, that just that it that just takes me so far that takes me past like the first three songs and then after that i'm like you gotta give me something else here
0: so yeah yeah, and it's yeah. It, it's the album that hey they're reunited after each of them talking about their marriage issues on their last solo albums, and while we do get that occasionally here, half the tracks are about them being at the top, them with their high status and all of that.
1: Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Which, is which is fine. fine. Like, yeah, it's
0: fine, but it's yeah, you know, it's what
1: it's just it's just confusing mostly. Like the album yeah. is. It's like I don't. I I just don't know what to feel on a lot of it yeah and so I, you know I, it, it, it it leaves me very unsatisfied it leaves me wanting to like it a lot more than yes. i actually do basically
0: it, agree it makes me want it doesn't feel like it's as big as it should be i don't know because I'm, I'm seeing it feels like
1: this it feels like this should be the biggest album out of all of
0: them. you would think or at, least, like, yeah. or at least significantly bigger than the Jay-Z album which it, it probably is but I just am not seeing that reaction it, I expect anytime a Beyonce album comes out I expect to be pretty much annoyed on social media by all the fans coming out and that hasn't happened to me yet so I'm wondering yeah. how fans generally feel about this record yeah
1: I don't know I mean
0: yeah, so yeah.
1: It, I, I, and I feel like I don't know i feel like people are just mostly getting too caught up in the fact of like oh well this is their public airing so it's a good album like no like it is their public airing and i really love that concept and i like that they're doing that and they do a pretty good job of that but like like you said that's barely any of the album
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: like most of it is just is them talking about how wealthy they are which is fine I love parts of that, but I'm going to take it for what it is. So
0: Yeah, so um, your score is a six. My mm-hmm. score is a six. The average score is a six, and that brings oh, us. Oh, Illuminati. Exactly. Exa- it, all ends, it all comes back to Illuminati. Isn't that right, Jay-Z? Ha, 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 ha. All right, Jay. Um, so, <laughs> that
1: was an uncomfortable Jay-Z right
0: there. Yeah, so wow. You got something to say? Nope. He's right. sweating. Yeah. <laughs> or what's that gif where he's like he's got the grimace face? <laughs> what is that? Oh yeah. It's like Ooh God. Uh, so um so yeah, that's that's our thoughts on the Carters. Um it's that that sounds weird to say. I I don't know if I like that. Um
1: I, I also, yeah, that's a thing too. I really don't like it being the Carters. It's yeah. so just like, oh really are like are you guys gonna do another album as the Carters? Do you rem-
0: do you remember uh oh god, uh do you remember when um uh, Kanye and Jay Z like they tried calling themselves oh, The Throne The Throne. Yeah, yeah. That didn't stick at all. Everyone just calls it the Kanye and Jay Z album yeah exactly yeah it feels unnatural saying this is an album by the carters like i don't know
1: they're too they're too big for them to
0: yeah like you're beyonce and jay-z maybe that would have helped their sales if they just said beyonce jay-z you know instead of the carters
1: instead of being the carters yeah
0: um so next time we're doing our quarter two recap i believe um including artists such as arctic monkeys father john misty beach house and uh if you if you want to talk about toxic fan bases like beyonce uh we're doing the j cole album next time oh
1: my god yeah
0: (laughs) so probably the worst fan base in music um but so that'll be fun to talk about i wonder how much we're even going to talk about the music itself because i kind of wanted to just talk about j cole we're just gonna
1: rant about the fan place. i
0: kind of want to i mean because we have so many albums to cover on that podcast we have limited yeah. time i just want to go in on j cole fans for a minute um so yeah we're gonna do those four so, albums I, I just mentioned yeah. and then like a boatload of other albums too we always have fun doing it because it's all of our favorite stuff uh from the past three months of music and uh, mm-hmm. I believe Drake is releasing an album soon, so we're going to do that. And uh, we're going to try to avoid talking about Kanye, and we almost did it this time.
1: <laughs> we were pretty close, but come nope. on, man, we had to do it.
0: <laughs> My boy Kanye, ha. <laughs> 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 yep.
1: Yep. Uh, so, thanks, Jay. What are you still doing here? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just Jay Z's like staying the night at your apartment tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he's he's sleeping on my futon right now. <laughs> he
1: has nowhere else to go.
0: It's it's pretty sad that it, it, ever since the uh, you know they didn't get the streams they expected, so now they're bankrupt <laughs> and uh, Jay Z is crashing on friends' couches. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's our thoughts. Six out of ten. Uh, thank you for listening. Come back next time next week. Uh, it's gonna be a fun one. And bye bye. See ya, Jay. (laughs) Haha, move.